Welcome to the Harbinson Mulholland Not Accounted For podcast, where we chat with the leaders of homegrown businesses across the island of Ireland about the effects of the global pandemic on their firms. My name is Darren McDowell, and I'm the senior partner of HM. And today I'm pleased to welcome Michael Kelly, who is the MD of Glandor, in order to share his story. So, Michael, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Thank um, you very much. I'm glad to be here. Can you tell? Can you start by telling me a little bit about Glandor and where, where you're based and what, 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 what services you offer? Well, Glandor started out in in Dublin in uh, 2001. Uh, uh, we we had a building which um, became vacant. Uh, we had a pharmaceutical company in the building, and they uh, outgrew it. Uh, they they went off to, to get additional get new space basically. And as we were advertising it to, to find an alternative tenant, um, we got a phone call from the solicitor who was acting for the pharma company, asking me if I'd let them have the building on a short-term basis. Uh, they were looking for flexible space, basically. And uh, that prompted me to just research that market. Um, I, I hadn't been thinking of, of letting it on a short-term basis. Uh, but I researched the market and I found that uh, there was one international player in Dublin and they had two buildings and there was a few smaller players. We filled up the first building, which was 33 Fitzwilliam Square, fairly quickly. And we looked for a new premises and um, we found uh, Fitzwilliam Hall for sale. Uh, Bank of Ireland were selling it and uh, we tendered for that and won the tender. But uh, Bank of Ireland needed to stay on the building for, for the year because they were going to, they were, they were um, moving on to a bigger premises. And uh, that suited us at the time. So we got our hands on it uh, uh, later and we did a full refurbishment on it and uh, opened it in 2005, um, about 30,000 square feet, whereas the original building was about 5,000 square feet. So we, we, we made a big jump. Mm. And meanwhile, in Belfast, um, I had gone to Belfast in uh, 1998 and uh, purchased a building on Arthur Street. Uh, and um, I, no, I got planning permission to knock it down and uh, rebuild it. And, and that's the building which we now call Arthur Place. And in 2000, I purchased the other building across the street. And uh, uh, I got planning permission to add about 20,000 square feet onto that building. Uh, so in 2005, uh, when uh, we were opening Fitzwilliam Hall, um, I had um, uh, Habitat signed up as a tenant for the, uh, the, 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 the ground floor and the first floor. And I had 30,000 square feet of offices overhead. And I was negotiating with the Department of Finance. And uh, they wanted the first floor as well as the, uh, the, 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 the rest of it. And um, I, I gave the first floor to Habitat and uh, they walked away. So beginning in 2006, I said, let's, let's go to Belfast and open that as a flexible space as well. So that's, that's, that's how we got started between 2001 and 2006. And today we have six buildings in Dublin. We have um, the two buildings in Belfast and we have um, a building in Cork. And uh, we have about 3,000 desks in total. Uh, and over the 20 years, which is, is, is 20 years this year since we started, in fact, we started in June of, of 2001, uh, over the 20 years, we have taken care of many international companies, but also many local companies as well, including AIB in Dublin and Bank of Ireland in Belfast. 
and we looked after uh, McCartan, Turkington, Breen in, in Belfast as well. Uh, we looked after um, 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 many others in Belfast, uh, uh, and the names are not coming to me straight off now. Uh, but um, uh, since 2006, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the business has grown significantly, as you, as you know. Uh, and um, Invest and I uh, are doing a great job now in, in, in winning um, FDI. You know, the, 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 they, were, they were the poor relation of the IDA for a good few years, but, but, the, but they're now giving the IDA a run for their money. That's good to hear. That's good to yeah. hear. And yeah. I, I, you're very much ahead of the curve, I think, Michael, with, with opening a flexible office uh, as a concept. You know, there's, there's a lot of press about it now and other competitors in the market, but you were ahead of the curve, were you? We were, we were, we were. But e- even in 2001, I could see the trend that was happening in the property market because I've been involved in property since 1976. Uh, and, and in those days, uh, leases were 35 years and five-year reviews. And there was no um, flexibility. You know, if you want, a, you want a space, it's 35 years and you sign up for everything, you know. And, and things have changed uh, dramatically, even to 2001, where leases were coming down to 20 years or 15 years, and there was break clauses coming in and so on. So there was an increase in flexibility. Yeah. And by the time I opened in, in 2001, the first building, um, you know, people were crying out for more flexibility. And obviously landlords uh, wanted to put it away as, as much as possible. And banks who were supporting landlords wanted the same. So there was resistance to granting flexibility to the tenants. Uh, but but thankfully that's all changed and uh, uh, you know no business now can actually plan for five years as to what their space requirements are going to be. Yeah, never mind. You know, talk about five years, Michael. It's it's horrendous sounding. That's a lifetime. It's a <laughs> lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, even now, landlords are looking for a minimum of ten years without a break. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so you know who can plan ten years ahead as to what their space requirements are going to be? They're either going to be taking far too much space. Uh, where they're planning for uh, expansion or else they're going to be um, very short of space within a year or two and looking to move on and then they're stuck with a long lease. So, yeah, there's a demand for flexibility. Yeah, and, and that's a perfect kind of link, Michael, to the first question we have, particularly in the middle of what we've gone through for the last 15, 16 months and, and, and things that are unplanned and can't be planned for. Yeah. Can, can you describe how the last 12 months have been for your business in just five words, Michael? <laughs> I, I, I could do it in two, and I'd say just very challenging. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, I've been looking forward to this discussion with you because you're very much at the forefront as, as a practice in Belfast here with 50 on our own team and a couple of floors in a traditional lease. Yeah. I've been reading many of these articles talking about the future of the office and whether yeah. many of our team are still working at home. But from yeah. my point of view, I see the collaboration as being vital to, to what we do as, as a yeah. as an entity and you know and, and the, taking this last year and the office is going to be very important in getting that collaboration yeah yeah and and, and uh, while there's all sorts of talk about you know uh, flexibility and 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 uh, uh, hybrid models and and so on uh, we had a new um, um, member who joined us only two weeks ago and they joined us in Dublin with with 10 desks um, they have they have a staff of about twenty. That they decided that they would take ten desks, and within four days of uh, joining us, they were back to saying they needed five more desks because five of the people who said they wanted to work from home were now now wanted to work at the office. 
That's a testament to the quality accommodation that you're providing, Michael. Well, it's also a testament to to the fact that people don't want to be left out, you know, and 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 they might feel they're left out if if they're working from home. Now, some people obviously it will suit for various reasons, but even they will start to feel, uh, you know, are we are we involved as much? Are, are we being ignored or whatever? So it's going to take a while to to work itself out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's 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 not going to be a, a, a one size fits all either. You know, it's 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 going to take a while to, to work itself out. Sure, and I, I think that 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 is the advantage in your offering in that flexibility as as the market works through that process. I guess. Yeah, 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 and, and there are serious advantages in in taking flexible space. You know, for starters, uh, you know what your um, uh, invoice is going to be for the month. You know, it's it's it's. You agree the fee, and that's the fee, and 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 you agree a certain amount of space. If you want to increase it in three months' time, you can do so. You can take more space. But likewise, if you want to reduce the amount of space, you can re- reduce it too. But there are many other advantages apart from the space, uh, and those other advantages are to do with being part of it, of a community. You know, other like-minded businesses or other people going through the same process. Or say it's a company that's landing from, from overseas, you know, they have support. Um, I, I was at one of, of our alumni gatherings in Belfast and we were addressed by, by one of our former members. And she said, you know, when she started, um, her head office was in the States. And uh, she had one or two people to start with as she was just building the team. Uh, but she said her only support was actually the Glandor office. You know, she said her, her, her head office was far too far away to be of much support to her. You know, yeah. her support team were the Glandor team and, and other members in the building as well. Um, the other one of the other advantages, obviously, is that uh, we have a, a, um, a gold star uh, IT infrastructure. It's it's been it's been built uh, and renewed over the last twenty years. Um, it's been supervised by our IT director, who's with us from the start. And his his history basically is that he was chairman of Capgemini in Ireland, in Ireland, and he was a, a an international director. Uh, so he's a very experienced uh, fellow, and he knows he knows uh, both the systems and he knows the the the, the actual hardware. Uh, so he is, he has designed our system, and it's a gold star system. Um, and and we have we have three people um, uh, IT support t- team. So a member coming in has that uh, reassurance and and that support uh, yeah. that things have to work. You know, yes. and and in today's um, environment uh, where you've got hacking and what have you and what have you, you know, we have the firewalls, we have the infrastructure, and we have the support team. So. You know, by comparison with 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 companies setting up their own office, uh, it would cost a lot of money to build that kind of infrastructure. Or likewise, if it's a small um, startup, they just can't afford that, and they don't have that support. You know, so uh, there's lots lots of advantages to um, to working in 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 a, in a flexible space with with that level of support. And and the one other thing, from an environment point of view, you know, it's it's using the space to the maximum. You know, people are only taking the space they need. Uh, they, they, they share meeting rooms, they share kitchens, uh, or if they have a big space, they can have their own kitchen or their own meeting rooms. But if they're if they're smaller um, member, they can share all that, and uh, the, the, the space is used um, to, to to a greater extent, and it's better use of resources. Yeah, sure, it's good. And and then looking back, particularly over this last 15, 16 months, I guess, Michael, what has been your biggest business challenge in that period of time? 
Well, the biggest challenge is to uh, maintain the occupancy. Um, now, our business is, 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 is very like the hotel business in some respects, in that uh, we, we, we provide space, we provide offices, hotels provide bedrooms, uh, we provide a range of services, and hotels do as well. But one of the big differences between us is that our members come in and they sign for a minimum of three months. Uh, and many of them sign for at least a year when they're, when they're starting with us. Some of them two years, some of them three years. But it, it tends to be a minimum um, uh, of, of, well, it is a minimum of three months, but very few people will come and just stay, take space for three months. So when we started in the, 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 the pandemic in March of last year, our occupancy levels across the business was about 85%. And occupancy is key, like the hotel business again. Um, but during the course of the year, some of our members chose to exit when their uh, agreements came to an end. Many others renewed the, 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 uh, the license agreements. Uh, but our challenge was to get as many of our members as possible to stay with us and, 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 and be there you know, when it all ended, uh, as we knew it would. It, we knew it was a, a period of time. Now, unfortunately, it's gone on longer than any of us thought, but uh, um, the challenge was to retain the occupancy. And um, over the course of the year, uh, our occupancy fell, natural attrition, um, and uh, we hit a low point of about 55%, and it's now building again. It's building, it's building in all our offices. It's building in Belfast, it's building in Dublin, and it's building in Cork. It's good, it's good, good to hear that. That suggests positivity out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the good thing is for, for the people who, who sign early, who come to us early and sign early, they get the best space and they get the best deal as well. Yeah. The, the, early, the early bird will, 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 will do best, yeah. It will do best. Yeah. And uh, again, looking maybe over the last 16 months, Michael, have there been any really good opportunities arising through this major global event? No, except that we see that as time goes on, it, 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 will, it will give rise to opportunities for us because, the, as I would see it, uh, the flexible office space market uh, has been increasing steadily over, over many years. Um, but the pandemic has really brought home to people the value of flexibility. You know, people, think, yeah, it's, it's further to what you were saying earlier, isn't it, Michael, that, that the ability to, to move quickly and, and yeah, the flexibility yeah. that you're providing, given given recent events from a business point of view, is, is a very powerful thing to be selling to people. In the future. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, 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 so we see great prospects for the business uh, in the future. Yeah. Sure. And uh, I mean, more, sorry, sorry, sorry. As more and more people become aware of the value of flexibility, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. and the services, yeah. And uh, we've probably touched upon this already, Michael, but what has been your biggest frustration, if you wanted to list it, for the last 16-odd months? And, you know, the, 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 the length of time the pandemic has gone on. You know, we, we, we had hoped, you know, uh, in the autumn, uh, in, 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 well, in the autumn, uh, Dublin had a, and, and the, the Republic of Ireland had a relatively good period of time uh, where, where the case numbers were down and there was a good mood of, of things starting to um, happen again and, and, and inquiries coming through. And we signed a, a, a number of um, a, a new deals uh, in December uh, of last year, particularly in Dublin. Um, but um, uh, January came and uh, it, 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 um, it, it crashed, it came to a, to a halt very fast. 
Um, so the period since January, I think, has been the most frustrating. Uh, the, 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 you know, it, it, the numbers have stayed stubbornly high for a, for, for, a, for a period of time. Um, you know, I, I think the, 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 there was no realization in December uh, of how uh, virulent that new strain that, that originated in Kent was uh, and how much of it came into Ireland over the Christmas period, you know, yeah. uh, and, and, and it spread like wildfire. Uh, and, I think January was difficult for us all. It was just we we had been working on a more positive note up to Christmas, I think, and then January was just putting the brakes and everything, wasn't it? January was very tough, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 then we had you had January followed by February, followed by March. <laughs> <laughs> on and on it goes. And will this ever end? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So the next question is, uh, the word pivot, Michael, has been used uh, as much as Zoom possibly over the last year. And, and, yeah. and I can see signs that your own business has, has pivoted around that community and that membership in, in terms of communications that I've received. But you know, how, yeah. how, how would you answer that question? How, how, how have you pivoted? I, 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 I don't think we have pivoted. The, the, the idea of community and uh, uh, providing a, a wellness program and providing um, concierge and providing uh, um, a network for our members, uh, we've been doing that for about five years. Uh, we, we, we really double down on, 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 on those extra services and, and, uh, and those extra uh, connections. Uh, about five or six years ago. Uh, so, no, I don't see that we have pivoted in the business. Yeah. I think what, what we have done is that we have, we have, we have, um, we have realized, you know, what a good offering we have. Um, you know, we, 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 we do three things as far as I'm concerned. The, the first one is that we provide good quality space and we have always um, ensured that the, the space is, is well designed. Um, this, it's not flashy, uh, but it is good quality. Um, the second thing that we've done is we provided a really, really uh, sound and, and, and gold star IT infrastructure um, that's been continually updated as the years have gone by. But probably the most important thing that we do is we provide a, a, a Rolls Royce service. Um, and, and we're very conscious of the need for service. We, 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 we do not say no in our business. Uh, we, 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 we look to find out what the, 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 the ask is, uh, and we look to find a solution. Uh, we, we, we do not tolerate any of our staff saying no. It just is not acceptable. <laughs> uh, so we look to find a solution. And um, we basically model what we do on, on, on a couple of people. Uh, one of them is a man called Fergal Quinn, uh, who set up a supermarket chain um, in Dublin uh, in the 1960s. Uh, and he called this business Super Quinn. And, and he subsequently wrote a book called Crowning the Customer, which was all about customer care and, and, and how you know, it's so much uh, easier, but it's also more beneficial to retain a customer um, and have that customer go out and talk positively about you than it is to actually try and win new business. Uh, so so we, we make a special effort to both retain our customers, uh, we call them members, um, but also that, that, that as they leave, that we maintain contact with them and, and that they continue to support us. And, and many of them do um, refer business to us um, because they've had a positive experience. So we think um, customer service is, 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 is key to any business, but, but a, a lot of businesses say, say they do customer service well, um, but they don't. 
No, that, that's a fantastic answer, Michael, because I think there has been a lot of talk out there about all pivoting and people changing, but you're going back to the core of what your business is about and the importance of the customer. And, and yep. you know, yep. you, you're right at the forefront of facing what, what the pandemic has brought upon us. So to, to go yep. back to those core values, I think, is impressive and will be important for the future, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in fact, during the pandemic, we, we, we wrote to our customer, our members, you know, obviously many, even most of our members left the office in, in March of last year when the pandemic hit. But we wrote to them very quickly and said, you know, we are still here. You know, our buildings are open. If you need to use the, the buildings, you know, they, they, they are they, they are here to be used. They're, they're manned. They're, they, 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 we have sanitized. We have um, uh, put signage in place. We have put screening in place. Uh, we have um, changed air filters. You know, we have done everything possible to make the building safe. And they are staffed. And we are here to support you in any way we can. And and we got really really good feedback from those communications uh, with 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 our with our members. And and obviously we were in touch with many of them on the phone as well. And 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 some of them came into us. But uh, we maintain communication with with our members all the way through. Yeah, that's good, and that just speaks to the putting the the members and the, and the customers first again. That that communication that you're doing there, that, that's good. Well, at the end of the day, the customers, uh, you know, um, uh, keep us in business, you know. Sure, sure. So a bigger bigger question now, Michael, if you, what would be on your business wish list if you had 10 minutes with our political leaders? Um, Well, um, uh, I suppose it depends whether it's uh, in the North Ireland or whether it's in in, in Dublin. Um, But if I take the North Ireland first, um, if I had 10 uh, minutes, uh, with with the leaders in the north of Ireland, uh, I, I would say to them that um, you know Brexit uh, uh, was a uh, a bit of a disaster. Uh, it was a it was a really really bad idea. Uh, you know why would any country look to actually exit uh, one of the biggest trading blocks in the world uh, to to go it alone? Um, so. The idea was a disaster, and unfortunately, it 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 was voted in. But now that we have Brexit, um, uh, I think the North of Ireland is really, really fortunate that they have um, um, secured a deal that gives them the best of both worlds. Uh, and I'm, I'm flabbergasted that there isn't a greater realisation among some members of the um, uh, Assembly in, in, in Stormont uh, of that. Um, and, um, you know, the, 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 the people... Uh, the, the really, really good people in, in Invest and I realize it very, very, very much that it is a good deal. You know, it, it, it's not, it's not, it's not as good as not doing Brexit, <laughs> but, but given that Brexit has happened, it is a really good deal because the North of Ireland is part of the EU and it's part of the, uh, of Great Britain. Uh, customs union so it is the best of both worlds and and uh, the north of ireland have a great opportunity to maximize the advantages of that and uh, and invest and i know that very well and they should be given every support to go out there and exploit it and uh, that's what i would be saying to them sure sure and and, and what about south of the border then michael to, to be all island <laughs> it, well in 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 the republic of ireland we have a housing crisis at the moment um, um, a significant housing crisis, and um, there is a, there is a huge need for um, uh, a, a, a planning body with 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 serious powers 
uh, and if necessary, have a, have a, a constitutional uh, referendum uh, to give them the powers to, to, to plan uh, what's needed uh, in both housing and also to, to plan generally. Uh, the, the, there is a, just a serious need of it. Uh, the, there's an awful lot of ad hocery and making it up as, as, as we go along. So, so I, 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 I think that's the single biggest issue that is uh, um, exercising a lot of people's minds um, in, in the Republic of Ireland. Okay. And in terms of exercising minds, Michael, what, what keeps you awake at night? I mean, I know we were chatting before we started here. You, you have three of your children, three of your daughters in the business with you. Yeah. Has any of this last 16 months been keeping you up at night or...? No, no. I, 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 thankfully, I, 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 um, I, I have a good constitution, uh, but also I, I, I have an optimistic nature. I, I, I think, I, 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 am a positive thinker, um, and, and uh, thankfully, I sleep very well. Um, now, I know what would keep me awake at night, and, and what would keep me awake at night is uh, cash flow problems. Right. Uh, uh, I, 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 I really do empathize with people whose businesses have suffered to the extent that they have cash flow problems, uh, right. because not being able to pay your customers, I can imagine, is a very, very difficult place to be uh, right. and, 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 and trying to dodge customers who are looking to get paid. It must be a very, very difficult place to be. Uh, and, and thankfully, we have not faced that in, 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 in Glandor in our 20 years of existence. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and the, the family the family business aspect of you running the business, Michael, has been a has that been a help over this kind of tough period of time? It, it's it's always been a help. Uh, um, basically, um, uh, we're a close family, but uh, it, it is a real joy to to work with my three daughters. You know, my in my grand my Kelly grandparents um, had nine children, and uh, uh, six of them went to the states. In, 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 in between 1918 and probably 1923 or four, six of them went to the States and, and the parents never saw them again. And that must be horrendous. And that, I suppose that was a source, a story of many Irish families uh, in those days. Um, but thankfully, my four children are in Dublin with me. Um, and and uh, I, see, I see three of them uh, most days you know, obviously, in in uh, in recent years, they've been having babies as well. So right now, I have eight grandchildren. Fantastic. And, and, and number nine is on the way. Uh, so so, so uh, we we have been, um, uh, you know, the, the the three girls have been in and out from maternity leave in recent years. Um, but uh, my oldest girl uh, is is op operating as the um, operations director. And my second girl is operating as the marketing and business development director. And my third daughter is operating as the sales director of the business. But we cover for each other when, when, when they're out. Uh, but, but it is real joy to, to work with the three of them. And they have grown in confidence over the years. And they're now, you know, seriously good business people. Um, and um, uh, the way I see it is that um, I'm the senior partner. Um, uh, they're, they're all shareholders in the business and um, I, I, a bit like yourself, I'm the senior partner. So, uh, uh, and you know what it's like for a senior partner, you don't always get your way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, I have one daughter who's uh, 14 myself and I know I never, I never always get my way with my daughter. <laughs> yeah, but, so that, but, that's nice. but it's hugely important though, to be a good listener. Yeah. And, 
uh, and, and to take you know to take what people have to say and 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 uh, uh, take the good ideas wherever they come from. Uh, but we're very fortunate. We have a, we have a, we have a really good um, senior management team. Uh, our our financial controller is with us nine years, and our our uh, head of operations is also with us nine years, and our IT manager is with us about eight or nine years. So so we have a, we have a very strong um, um, senior management team. That that speaks to a good. Uh, supportive environment I think when you've got staff retention at those kind of number of years Michael that, that's yeah, yeah. good culture I think yeah 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 and uh, the next question Michael I think we've again already touched on what 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 good do you think will come out of all this for for your business um well I think the 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 the, the key thing is that uh, there will be the opportunity to grow the business uh, the, the the demand for flexible space uh, is going to grow uh, and and uh, that opportunity will be there for for, for Glandor, uh, so that's good. As far as our restaurant is concerned, um, we built a, a significant terrace that can hold about forty people, forty five people, about three years ago, and that has proven to be very very useful um, uh, since the pandemic started, because uh, it, it, the the roof opened in this terrace. And uh, so when, when you could only do outdoor, uh, then, then we could open, uh, whereas other restaurants that, that didn't have an outdoor space um, uh, didn't, weren't able to avail of that. So, so, so that has put our restaurant, Susie Street, um, on the map. You know, it, we, we opened it in 2011. Uh, we changed the name of it in 2016. Um, but um, it, the, the pandemic and the terrace um, has actually put it on the map. You know, yesterday we had about 50 people in for lunch and we had about 70 or 80 in for dinner last night. Really? Uh, and that's all outdoor, you know, uh, and, and, and we're booked up. And likewise, then we have, um, we have a private uh, dining venue, which we call number 25. And um, uh, we have, we've done quite a lot of small weddings in the autumn of last year. You know, we could only do 25. And, but our venue is, is like a private house. Um, and in fact, it was a private house for, 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 for 140 years. It was built in 1840. And for 140 years, it was in the same family as a private house. Uh, so it, it, ha it has the feel of a private house still. Uh, so it, it, as a venue, as a small venue for, 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 for uh, um, a party, for a birthday party or a small corporate event or for a wedding, it's, it's just ideal. And um, the, the pandemic has actually put that on the map as well. So some good has come out of it, yeah, yeah. Good. You, you, you're the absolute cool face of this, what this pandemic has wrought upon us, I think, Michael, with the restaurant as well as your, 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 your main business. So that's, yeah, yeah. If, if you're battling through this positively, that, that's a good sign for the future, I think. Yeah, well, we, 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 we do our best, yeah. We do our best. And to, to round up then, Michael, what, what one piece of advice would you give to other business owners as we start to come out of this latest phase of the pandemic? Well, I, I would say to them that it's, um, it, it, it's, 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 it's right to be optimistic about the future. Um, I think that, that, that there is a lot of pent-up demand out there now uh, and, and, and that uh, the economy in Ireland will recover uh, and recover quickly. Um, but I think the, the other thing, though, is that um, uh, I suppose the, the arrival of the pandemic without warning uh, shows us that we should always have a little bit um, of a cushion you know, that, that, that um, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you know, cash flow problems uh, uh, are, are, are not nice. 
so it, it's important for any business owner to 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 um, to plan conservatively uh, and 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 to have a little bit um, uh, set aside uh, because events happen. <laughs> as 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 was it Harold McWill- William Macmillan that said, "Events, dear boy, you know, uh, and uh, what an event the pandemic has been, you know." Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that, that's great advice to finish up on, Michael. As a chartered accountant myself, I'm delighted to hear the importance of cash flow management being stressed in, in running a business. So that, that, that's a perfect note to, to, yeah. to wrap up. Michael, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate hearing how you battled through the last year. And we wish you all the very best for the future development of your business. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. A pleasure. Thank you.